The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's uh, 338 already on this the Friday. Oh, look at that. Of the 630 Chad Afternoon I think, News. I think today it's uh, more like uh, news uh, when you want it and fun when you need it. Uh, we're having a light day this afternoon yes, here we on the are. Afternoon News. I think most of us could use a break. Uh, from everything that's been going on this week. I've got the big blue folder in front of me of stories we didn't get to. uh, And this one sort of relates to the last one, uh, the last hour of our show. We've been talking about food. Did you hear about this? It just happened actually yesterday afternoon in Baltimore at the uh, Crystal Ray... Good morning, Baltimore. Did not see that coming. Uh, Hairspray. Sure. My favorite... Musical? Musical. Uh, Cristo Ray Jesuit High School in Baltimore. It was evacuated yesterday afternoon. Students and Every teachers... Every Baltimore, I'm going to sing. Okay. In this uh, <laughs> school in the States, uh, students and teachers detected a strong smell on the third floor. Oh, yeah. Well, in high schools, I, they can be pretty stinky. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually the locker rooms are in the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, several people reported difficulty breathing. Uh, two students and three adults taken to hospital for stomach ailments uh, mm-hmm. and and then the fire department and hazardous materials team were called in. Something and, bad in the cafeteria? Yeah, you know what it was? And what? I'm not making this up. It was a, a pumpkin spice air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that up. Uh, somebody plugged a, a pumpkin spice air, air freshener, freshener into a, an outlet in a classroom. <laughs> in Baltimore? It, no, I don't know where it was. <laughs> Good morning. May I repeat, two students and three adults taken to hospital for uh, stomach ailments. Really? Well, here's... Okay, Chadville, if you've ever gone to certain places where you can buy those air fresheners that you plug into the wall... Yeah. Um, and I went and bought a bunch, and you go buy the little oils, and then you have the little plug-in yeah, right. part, and yeah. you screw it in there, and you yeah. plug it in. But it's so strong smelling, mm-hmm. so strong smelling that it's overwhelming. Like I've had to. But you think at a school, there's like you know. Well, no, but it's it's still concentrating that one area. I guess so it was in a classroom, yeah. in a classroom or a bedroom or a hallway. All you can smell is that they have to have a way to dial it down, <laughs> pump the brakes, like cover the, like a a sliding lid part. It, it was an air freshener. <laughs> yes. Three adults, two students yeah. taken to hospital. Yeah, I plugged one of those things into the hallway at my house, and everyone started sneezing. Really? Like, okay, that's got to go. Well, that's something we should look into. Uh, shall I continue? Okay, can I just say a couple of things? You do whatever you want. Um, when we were talking about the weird stuff that your families have eaten in the past, yes. more texts are coming in. We used to have anchovy paste sandwiches. Anchovy had, paste sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also had tomato paste sandwiches. A lot mm-hmm. of paste in that household. Mm-hmm. Cottage cheese is like cream of wheat. Can't get it past the throat. <laughs> and Cher says, oh my gosh, listen to this one. Oh my gosh, blood sauce, that sausage. Yeah, my cousins and I would go to the freezer in our grandparents' basement to get ice cream and pick the wrong bucket. Oh. Yuck, a bucket of blood for the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a Northern Ontario girl because you seem kind of delicate. Oh, when I come, I'm food stuff. You'd have, you know oh, what? Remember that just, show, uh, Fear Factor? Eat. Oh, no way. 
I couldn't. Not only could I not do it, I, I could I do the. I can't eat Jello. I couldn't even watch them no. eat the stuff they ate. No. And because everything else, I was okay with. Even though you sign waivers, I'm pretty sure they've taken some precaution not to kill you. So if you're falling off a building or whatever, it's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Or if there's spiders crawling all over you, I'm like, all right, they, I'm sure they're not venomous. If they were, because that would that's going to ruin a show. You know, but the food stuff. The food stuff's just gross. Yeah. It's just, yeah, forget about it. No way. And you know what? Then there's some people who can put <laughs> anything in their mouth and they're good to go with it. Like they can eat anything. My my oldest, my stepson yes. in Tokyo, the stuff that he eats is just disgusting on a regular basis. Well, it's funny where you draw the line, right? We were, as somebody mentioned earlier, it's been mentioned a couple of times, uh, chicken feet, right? So I was in uh, Chinatown with an elementary school class and we had learned how to make something, wonton wontons maybe and then we went to the restaurant where they food they served you know traditional chinese cuisine and among them were chicken feet Mm. and the asian students had no problems they they were oh my god chicken feet i couldn't put it in my mouth and i don't know why because there's been some odd stuff in my mouth over the years but i just couldn't you know what i mean i would just no Uh can't do it yeah, he's Colton will eat the chicken feet. He'll eat the okay. chicken cartilage. He's eating chicken ovaries. That pig, and cow's tongue. Listen to this. Pig rectum on a stick. Barbecued. Oh, street meat in Tokyo. Yeah. Don't, where, where, did, where does that boy draw the line? <laughs> Pig's rectum yes. on a stick? Yes, he sent us a picture and he says, guess what this is? And I'm like, I don't know. He says street meat. And I said, what kind of street meat? He says pig's rectum. Barbecued. And on a stick. On a stick. That's insulting to the pig. He's having a bad enough day. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> that, do you deep fry that? Is there... No, you barbecue it. Barbecue uh-huh. it, eh? I gotta go. Well, and I don't know what we were watching the other day. It was one of those cooking channels, and they did the whole um, prairie oyster thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, just to be clear, that's the... Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably not eating that either. Nope. Not a chance ever. The list of I'm not going to eat is getting bigger. As I discovered, there's food that exists out there. Wild rice has always been on the list for me. Yeah, well, you grew up having to eat that. I grew up having to eat that every meal. It's crunchy. Is it? My my mother would boil the crap out of it. It wasn't crunchy. Well, it's one or the other. It's it's, it's either undercooked and it's crunchy, it's overcooked and it's mush. Yeah. My mom, (laughs) she's still around. I called her the other day. She doesn't know the war is over. She is still, she's still cooking that stuff. Chadville. <laughs> Chadville. Mm. Raw egg and sugar mix. Drink it like a milkshake. No, you just cook it and make it into a meringue and put it on a pie. <laughs> Big fat nope to chicken feet. <laughs> Popcorn with yellow mustard for dipping sauce. Hmm. Um, hey, here's a completely unrelated text. Uh, if it hasn't already come up, did you notice the gas, gas prices went down through last week, before long weekend? You know, uh, every time we talk to Todd Hirsch, mm. he tells you, and you can get mad at me all you want, don't kill the messenger. Um, that there's no correlation. There is no correlation. That statistically, if you look at averages, there's absolutely no correlation. It just seems like, it feels like you always think that, but no, there is no correlation. And the only possible uh, slight correlation is that a lot of maintenance is done over long weekends, so therefore supply is changed. Back to the big blue folder. Okay. 
you know, I bet you we've all wanted to do this. This is sort of a, a thing with me um, that when I go through a drive-through and I order a large fries and they hand me my fries or I look at the bag and see my fries and I've done this on more than one occasion when I ask the nice uh, fellow or lady working there, hey, question for you. Um, when I ordered a large fries, did you think I was hoping to get a larger uh, container or were you uh, thinking I'd, I'd like to get more fries, right? Because they often don't fill them. That well, happened to me today. Really? To the point where I wish I had looked before I left because yes. I would have said, you need to fill this baby up. It's the same as like pop and milkshakes and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, fill it to the yeah. at least to where the line is yeah. on the container because that's what it's there for. Somebody's had enough of it and they filed a lawsuit. There's a woman, she's suing Junior Mints for underfilling their boxes. Uh, her name is uh, Biola Daniel. She's from New York City and she's filed a federal lawsuit against the Tootsie Roll Industries. That's who makes okay. uh, Junior Mints. She says they're intentionally underfilling their boxes and she has proof. She bought a box of Junior Mints last month and found it was 43% air inside and she compared it with other candies like milk duds which i love uh they were only 23 percent air good and plenty which my wife likes 12 percent air so she's filed a class action lawsuit okay but isn't that filled on weight it's not by volume it's filled on weight they'd say like there's 20 grams in there sure but it's still misleading because it's it's advertised like say the weight is on there but the box is huge is she still contending that it's false advertising because the size of the box is if you read on there and it says how much is on there you're supposed to read the listen why are you throwing shade at biola no she's out there trying to get us all money if you sign up for this you have to be American. But if you were American and signed up for this, what she's hoping for is that everyone who's been wrongfully harmed oh, by the God. Junior Mints people will get 50 bucks. Yeah. Viola, come on. Come on. Get be nicer to Viola. I think she's doing us all a service. No, no, no. Hi, Don. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's Good. going on? I just want to chime in on this because, you know, it's funny that you talk about it because when you go to Tim Hortons nowadays, Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. fill the cup all the way. I don't know if you've noticed this, Andrew. I did, and I <laughs> asked about it. And they said that they had been told to fill it to a little less to guard against, because they're tops, to guard against uh, hot liquid falling on your lap. But here's the thing, okay? The thing that gets me is I ask every Tim Hortons I go to fill it to the top. If I'm going to burn myself... It's my own problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, until, until you're like Viola and file a stupid lawsuit. But I'm not going to. They don't know that. Thing. Right. But I want a full cup of coffee. I don't want to pay for an extra large coffee and get a large. Right. I'm with you. And and you know what? And you know everyone knows I love Tim Hortons. Everyone knows that. I go there twice, three times a day sometimes. But they got to do something about their lids anyway. Like, never mind how much they're filling it to. They have the worst lids in the industry. And when McDonald's had their any size, 99 cents or whatever. Oh, I don't like the McDonald's lids either with that little spout. Well, I don't use the spout, but at least the lid fits. <laughs> That's true. But, but the whole point is, like I said, why do we want to pay for, we want we want to pay for what we're, we're, we're asking for, right? Yeah. And, and with the fact that the cup sizes, there's not much of a difference. Again, if I wanted a large coffee, I would have ordered a large coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don, thanks for calling. We need to take a break here. It's 3.50 on the uh, 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Good morning.
3.54. Good morning, Baltimore. From the musical Hairspray. <sighs> Still on the topic of food. <laughs> okay. But unrelated and from the big blue folder of stories. How'd you like to live in a place called Hicksville? I know a lot of people that probably should be living in a place <laughs> called Hicksville. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there's a Mexican restaurant in Hicksville, which, by the way, is in uh, it's Hicksville, New York, on Long Island. Mm. So Tuesday, after the restaurant, this Mexican restaurant had closed about 2 o'clock in the morning. A burglar broke in. Uh, he gained access to the restaurant. He smashed the cash register, and he took about $100 that had been left in the drawer of the cash register. Mm. Now, the whole thing was captured on security camera, and they had the... Uh, cameras throughout the restaurant. So they watched him break in, or they have tape of him breaking in, they have tape of him smashing the register. But then what they have on their surveillance camera cameras is him fixing himself a meal. And, and now here's the thing. Apparently... Being a robber is... Well, yeah, it'll work Hard up work. an appetite for sure. He went to the fridge and didn't just, as you might think he would, just grab a hunk of meat and put it between bread or anything. Apparently, he went to the fridge. It's all caught on tape. Uh, put on gloves for sanitary reasons. I'm sure they wouldn't be dusting the chicken for fingerprints. Picked specific items. Mm. Uh, he cooked some beans, some chicken, some shrimp. <laughs> the owner, when he uh, looked at the video the next day, said... He actually changed gloves frequently after handling food and then handling other objects. He was working the pot like a pro. He was sifting the food, making sure it was heated evenly. He said he watched him. He couldn't take his eyes off him. And at the end, he said, you know, I would actually give that guy a job as a <laughs> cook if it weren't for the fact he's a thief. Maybe it was one of his cooks. Yeah, maybe. Or a cook from somewhere down the line in Hicksville. You got to figure the guy had some restaurant experience. Yeah, by the sounds of it. Yeah, I watched uh, part of the video. The video goes on for hours. I mean, he's in the restaurant for quite some time, so I watched just highlights of it. But yeah, he does look... You know how somebody in the kitchen, you can just tell they're, they're comfortable? And yeah. yeah. He's like reaching for the right uh, you know instruments. He's he's multitasking, he's stirring something while he's, uh, you know, cutting something else. And and the guy's right. He keeps changing gloves. Just, you know, and throwing them in the wastebasket. So it's not like he was trying to hide them or anything. He just, you know, if you touch something cooked and now you're going to touch something uncooked, you change gloves, right? I staff guy. Well, the owner didn't recognize him. And he oh, does. Okay. You see his face at oh, one do you? point. Yeah. Okay. He turns to the camera actually a couple of times. Man, I'm just hungry. I guess. Not worth going to jail over, is it? Well, how either brave or dumb do you have to be mm. to stay in the place? You don't know there's a silent alarm. You don't spot the security cameras, and you stay there for an hour preparing uh, and eating a meal? not sure there's too many smart criminals out there. <laughs> well, not the ones that have to bash in a door to get in. Okay, the 4 o'clock news with Brent and Dreed. You're coming straight up on the other side. We'll take a look at your uh, market numbers. And Morley Scott checks Bef in with sports. Got a question I want to answer before we do that. Somebody said, did he do his dishes? Yes. Oh, man. He actually washed the dishes and put them back. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.